Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of Stats on Stats, a lit RPG podcast here on the Penultimate Conquest. Before we jump into the show, if you are watching this on YouTube, be sure to give us a like and subscribe to help support our channel and get the chance to see more great content like the Marvel Mondays Initiative, the Penultimate Conquest podcast, Anime Nation, and of course, more stats on stats. And remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you get Twitch Prime, which gives you a free Twitch subscription. So if you want, go ahead and give us that sub. If you've missed out on any of this week's content, check out our website, thepenultimateconquest.com, to see our VODs and the schedule for the rest of the month. Today, as always, I am joined by my favorite party member, Joel Harvey. Joel, how have you been doing today? I am doing fantastic, Rich. Thanks. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm doing pretty damn great myself. So, last week, or I guess it's been two weeks. Holy crap, it's been two weeks. We had a special guest, S.L. Rowland, the author of Sentence to Troll and Pangea Online with us. And no guests today, just you and me, as always. So, what have you been uh, listening to recently? Oh, boy. Well, I've been listening to... Ah. Ravenous, and uh, Ravenous is book one, and then Revenant is book two of the, uh, uh, what's the series called? Hold on. The Zombie, zombie Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, a Zombie Apocalypse lit RPG. And then, oh, Manufacturing Magic was another good one that I read. Uh, by James T. Castle and Troy Osgood. Ooh. And then Dungeon Crawler Carl, book three. Which, well, we'll, we'll if get you haven't read thoughts. the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, since the last time we were on here, I listened to the entire series of uh, Rogue Dungeon. Well, that's out. So, book one through five, I kind of powered through those. Uh, Dungeon Crawler Carl, book three, which is absolutely fantastic and i loved every second of it and then which that one's titled the dungeon anarchist cookbook which was a huge part of the story in this one um i just finished berserker book one in the apocosmos series and holy crap absolutely fantastic it was beautifully done and i am really excited for the next book but before we jump into some housekeeping and everything we're going to talk about a couple upcoming releases uh, a couple that i'm really looking forward to um it's already out on kindle i believe but it does drop on audible this week on tuesday savage dominion i'm really looking forward to it because it is narrated by luke daniels and i love me some luke daniels um, we have the third book in the Weapons and Wielders series coming up, which is going to be called Soulbound. I think it's Soulbound. Yeah, Soulbrand. My bad. And that is by Andrew Rowe. I'm really looking forward to that one. We have, and that's on, what is it? June 11th, Dungeon Crawler Carl Book 4 drops on July 1st. And the Shattered Reigns Book th 2 comes i lost the date oh well we'll come back to that at some point but just a couple of housekeeping things uh later 
this week, and by later this week, I mean tomorrow, we have the next episode of the Marvel Mondays Initiative, where Eric, Christian, and Ruben will be reviewing Iron Man 2. And also, if you've looked at the schedule, we have a special event planned for May 30th. Now, I bet you're wondering what it could be. I know what it is, but I can't say, because surprise! Also, the Penultimate <laughs> Conquest uh, merch store is finally up, and there was some amazing artwork done by Mary-Kate Carney, so please go check out some of her work and show her some love on Instagram at mkrc.art. Now, Joel. Yeah. New achievement. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Dungeon Crawler Carl by Matt Deneman and... Oh boy! Holy shit! Oh boy! Holy this book. shit! This book was this fantastic. Series, it it is like the funniest like book that I've read in a long, long time. I wasn't actually expecting it, so <laughs> of course you and I are both a part of the Lit RPG group on Facebook, and I love Fridays because that's like the promotional day and everything. But I also hate Fridays because that's the promotional day and that's when I see all the books I want to read or listen to because we both do audiobooks. Um, okay. But a lot of people were praising the Dungeon Crawler Carl series. And of course, it's on Audible and Jeff Hayes does the narration, which he does an absolutely fantastic job. I think this is some of his best damn work. Oh, for sure. Like, he kills it. Because <laughs> not only does he have that distinct, like, kind of gravelly voice for Carl. But he has that elegant <laughs> voice for Prince Donut. I love Princess Donut so much. But before we get into, like, the characters and everything, the premise of this lit RPG is Earth pretty much has, like, an apocalyptic-esque event. And um, if you were inside a building when this event happened you you're fucked you're dead aliens yeah pretty much alien invasion except <laughs> it's an alien reality tv show where it follows the crawlers in a dungeon and it turns earth into this giant dungeon and yeah. the first book covers what the first two floors the third book is the third floor and then the fourth book is going to be the fourth floor maybe more i don't know i'm kind of okay with just like the the aesthetic of keeping the floors where they are like a book or floor oh no wait book f or episode or book four was actually the fourth floor right because the third floor uh, was the carnival uh, fourth floor was book three was the fourth floor okay so book the tangle iron book tangle four will be the uh fifth floor yeah. damn it matt why'd you do that to me anyways <laughs> um so it's kind of pvp but also it's keeping it to you want to survive and you would think with this apocalyptic event there wouldn't be a lot of humor in it holy shit <clears throat> so the uh the book starts with of course um carl he just went through a breakup and now he's upset because his ex-girlfriend is on a cruise with her friends and her ex-boyfriend's there 
and we learn more a little bit about Beatrice throughout the books and just the relationship she had with Carl, a.k.a. she's kind of a bitch, but that's okay. It's for storytelling's sake. Yeah. So, so they break up. Carl and uh, like drama. That's his thing. He goes, I don't like drama. So he ended the relationship. He's like, I don't want to fight. But we've kind of learned that Carl does have a little drama in his works. Because he was going to steal Donut. <laughs> he was going to fucking steal the cat, which... Napper. I, I, I'd do the same thing. Carl, I'd do the same thing. So, it's the coldest night of the year. Carl opens the window to go sit on the balcony to smoke a cigarette. Like we all do. And Donut gets out. So he's chasing after Donut in a leather jacket and um, boxers. On the coldest night of the year. <laughs> Fuck that. I would have at least tried to grab some pants, but it's your cat, so I get it. Donut runs up a tree and is there and starts making a bunch of noise, wakes up the neighbor who's the downstairs neighbor and she's yelling at Carl and then boom big event happens downstairs lady uh lady's head rolls over to Carl she gets decapitated and this is like 10 minutes into the book well, like all of the buildings like just, anyone who's inside of a building is done like much. all the buildings just collapse uh like go subterrane it, it, it's flatten. what makes the dungeon underneath except yeah. they, they move some stuff around of course because it's not gonna but they get a notification saying hey you can stay out here and you know live your life it's not gonna be a good one it's not gonna probably be very long but you can you're gonna have to start over pretty much <laughs> or you can go into the stairwell go down to the first floor and fight your way to survival. Joel, what decision are you taking? I mean, freeze to death in my boxers or go kill monsters in a dungeon. I'm pretty sure I'm going to choose the dungeon. <laughs> dungeon all the fucking way. So they go into the dungeon and... Um, Carl takes Donut because he's like, I'm not going to leave this cat. I love this cat. You would think he hates this cat, but he really loves it. He loves Donut. God damn it, Donut. God damn it. <laughs> so <laughs> the catchphrase, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get into the the dungeon he, he brings Donut, so Donut is technically classified as a pet companion. Well, he meets his, he does his tutorial thing. It's a pretty easy, quick process. And now he is talking to his trainer, uh, Malachi. Right? Yeah. I wanted to say Malakith for some reason, but Malachi who is a shapeshifter. So he can change the he changes his form each four, which I think the third four is probably my favorite. <laughs> um 
he's giving the doing the training and since this is being broadcasted all over the universe because it's acting like a reality tv show which i think is one of the coolest fucking premises for a lit rpg a dungeon crawler reality tv show this is diablo on crack joel <laughs> yeah um so we have all that go through and we get to the fan boxes because they can get like patreons and or not patreons but subscribers and people can gift the boxes and everything to carl and in that terms for at this point donut well he gets an item that will evolve donut essentially we don't know how it'll evolve her but it will evolve her well, what it does is it turns her sentient and turns her into her own being. And because she has an intelligence score above 10, I think. Yeah, is it something like that. The numbers are weird. I, I'm going with the basic numbers. She has the intelligence score and everything. So when we get to all that, Dona actually becomes a sentient person and can talk. Now, I have a cat, Joel. You have a cat. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I want them to talk. She's such an asshole. Well, she's <laughs> a show cat. She's a yeah. award-winning show cat. And she's a little bitch. Yeah. She is a little demon from Cats hell. are all assholes. Lunar is not an asshole, let me tell you. <laughs> I will fight anyone who says Lunar is an asshole, Joel. He's so cute. Yeah. Come here, little asshole. Oh, he's not behind me anymore. Oops. <laughs> so, um, we have... This is where the dungeon crawl actually starts. Now, Carl doesn't really have any armor. And the AI for this dungeon is a dick this is the dickiest yeah, ai i have ever dealt i thought cal was a dick <laughs> no no this holy shit joel this dungeon takes it to a whole new fucking level yeah he's like the most sarcastic like prompts i have seen in a lit rpg which is hard hard to beat but they do it. It's, it's... Matt <laughs> fucking kills it. And I, I want to get Matt on because I want to pick his brain for some of the yeah. fucked up shit that happens in this. And I've been really good about my profanity on the podcast for this, uh, for our show. Yeah, this episode's going to be straight, not safe for work. <laughs> we're, we're not holding back. Like, the, of course, there's a few words we're not going to say because, you know somewhat professionalism um holy fuck he literally pulls no punches with the sarcasm with the emotions anything and it's great so now that we've covered a little bit of the premise of the beginning of the book we'll we'll jump ahead a little bit i don't want to give away too many spoilers and you know shit like that but we're, we're going to talk about some of the key points Earlier, I talked about there's some PvP aspects. Right? Yeah. 
not only are there the PvP aspects, but anytime they're in the trainers' rooms or um, anything, they do have their safe spaces. But you have a timeline before the floors collapse, right? Yeah, which is like apparently super sped up from like previous which iterations. That that comes into play a little bit mid book two. They talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah. Which in the series, Carl hasn't been in the dungeon for even half a month yet. Uh, no, it's been a little over a month. It's had to have been. I don't think so. Because we're four floors in. About He has a week for the first one, a week for the second floor, six days for the third, and five days for the fourth? No, it keeps getting longer, not shorter. Does it keep... Okay, so it's had to have been a month at least. Yeah. So... You can ascend the stairs early, early on. You can go to, you could try to find the stairs, go on. Of course, there's the requirements to get to the stairs. Um, and then you can just wait pretty much in like a limbo. Like you freeze in time and put into like a coma, essentially. You wake up, you're on the next floor. To you, no time has passed, but for everyone else, the, it's been like so many days. That ends up getting taken away, but. That's another cool concept because of the actual like climbing mechanic. I don't even remember where I was fucking going with this. <laughs> oh, we were uh, talking about some of the mechanics. So earlier I brought up the like the PvP aspect and everything uh, with the safe rooms. Uh, you can't attack another person inside a safe room. Well, Carl meets his first set of other crawlers well he meets one other crawler the other crawlers are hiding in the bathroom and so they don't show up on the map as a dot or anything this is where mike comes in frank 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 yeah. and maggie that's right i don't know why i said mike i i'm tired as shit um so we have Frank, who he's telling the story of he's a, you know, law enforcement officer. He was working a, you know, a case. Oh, I forgot about the uh, the Asian girl that they. Yeah, they the body they find. Yeah, the, the dead body. <laughs> Technically kind of, his first crawler. He Technically his first crawler. <laughs> but, and when they enter the dungeon, there's like two million people. Or is it 4 million people that come in? And, like, the number just keeps decreasing rapidly. Yeah. Where we're at now, it's, like, 400 and some odd thousand people. I'm just like, shit. F fuck. Like, just the amount of death. You can't even, like... There, there's a lot of death. There, there's, a, yeah. there's a lot of death. A lot of the death we can't don't Can't even see. process. It's just, like, each time he looks at the score... Or, not the scoreboard, but the, like crawlers numbers it it just de it decreases a lot yeah. fucking a lot so we come across the first crawler which is a dead um asian woman and she's in her like mid 20s 30s like she's she's young she's on the younger side um and she's been shot a few times so they kind of leave her body they see if she has any valuable loot on her she has an apple. 
just they, a random fucking apple? They somehow... Isn't there, like, a notification where it shows that it's been uh, killed by Crawler Frank or something? I think there's a notification that says, like, yeah. Crawler Blank was killed by Crawler number so so on so forth. Yeah. Um. Oh, I think we left so, that part. We'll have to go back to that after because I don't remember where that takes place. Because we've re- we read these books. We binged them. Yeah. So everything kind of melts together. Uh, what I'll, part are you talking about? Hold on. Well, I'll get to it in a second. Um, okay. So they're in the safe room. Frank is giving the so and so like this is my story. I'm a law enforcement officer. My partner and I we were on a stakeout for a human trafficking organization. Not the fucking case. We learned <laughs> in book three what really was happening the night, but. Obviously, the story he's telling is a facade. Um, but Maggie, his wife, ex-wife, is hiding in the bathroom. And she comes out and she's like, oh, I'm going to shoot these guys because that's their plan. They're going to shoot people to level up, gain experience. That's what their uh, intro to the game, the tutorial rooms. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... They get uh, the PVE version, and uh, the other players, uh, Frank, they have, like, a beholder as their uh, trainer, and he ends up telling them to go on a killing rampage. Pretty much, yeah. That's the quickest way to level up killing crawlers. <laughs> Be yeah. murderers. Which, I mean, in a fantasy-type world like that, if that was the case, I would be heavily against PvP. Because we're supposed to be sticking together to win, not to kill you. I mean, there's only so many people left. There's there's only so many people left, Joel. But there's always going to be those people who are like, fuck you, I'm going to become as powerful as possible. And if that means by killing other people, I will. Not my kind of forte, but <laughs> there are those people that just love the straight PvP action. Joel, don't you fucking say anything because I know what you're going to say. <laughs> um, so we get that whole PvP aspect and you can't attack anyone inside a safe room. If you do, you freeze in place for 10 seconds as your first warning. Second warning is uh, you're transported outside of the the dungeon or of the safe room somewhere. Third warning is straight to the 12th floor in front of a bunch of fucking demons. Yeah. I have a theory about what might happen with that, Joel. I feel like I feel like Mordecai is going to get that. Probably. Um, so we're. We got that little PVP aspect. I believe this happens earlier. Like I said, we binged this, so all of the stuff kind of rambles together. I really need to start taking notes on our the books we're reading. Donut gets a box that has a fucking tiara in it. And if she puts it on, she becomes um, the royalty that she is and also has to kill other heirs for the throne on floor nine 
Is it the sixth floor or the ninth floor? I think it's the ninth floor. I think it's the ninth floor. Yeah. So she'll have to kill the other heirs slash other bodyguards, etc. And make sure that none of the lineage is surviving. <laughs> but if she takes the crown off, that it disappears and someone else, it'll be sent to someone else. And if they put it on, that means they have to kill them. So, Donut becomes Princess Donut of the Royal Court. God damn it, Donut. Is the only thing that comes out of Carl's mouth. God damn it, Donut. Which is his catchphrase. It, we learned that's his catchphrase. And the fans love it. Yeah. I love it. Every time I'm up, we should talk about interviews. We will get to that because that's a little later on when we meet Adet and everyone. So, when does the Adet come in? About that, mid like, book one. Mid mid book one, roughly. So we have all of that stuff, and we get to the point where Donut or Donut and Carl are working more as a team, which I mean, they always kind of were donut was just like, Oh, go fight him. You're my bodyguard. Please go protect me. They get to their first boss. And that's when donut actually starts to fight, which I mean, she has magic missiles. They train, etc. Carl doesn't use a weapon. He uses his fist and his bare feet. <laughs> and boy, does the system love his feet. I've yeah. never seen a system that's had a foot fetish before, but good for them. They go all Quentin Tarantino on it, and it's a little creepy at times. But I love it. It's good. It's good content. Such good content. So, Joel, I'll let you talk about a few <laughs> things real quick, because I've been going on a little rampage over here. Yeah, I, I just want to talk about how uh, snarky the uh, dungeon system is. And uh, so the dungeon system, it is a AI that was put in place by the sponsors for the dungeon crawl this uh, season. Which is the Borg uh, Corporation. Borent. Borent yeah. Corporation, yeah. Um, and... It, he's got his own personality. Uh, yeah, he he has a foot fetish for Sweet. for Carl's feet. Heavy breathing in the notifications. I mean, come on, Luke. Like that's not Luke. Just, that's Jeff Hayes or Jeff Hayes. Yeah, he he nails it, dude. Um, and then yeah, just some of the notifications that happen um like whenever he first enters the dungeon he's like you're not wearing pants reward a golden uh apparel box and then they're like you're not wearing shoes reward a like platinum shoe box and uh yeah, one of the things that they end up, uh, yeah, 
happening is the uh oh whenever they first level up uh the dungeon he's like uh you leveled up reward this is your job you don't get rewards for doing your job so, it's so <laughs> that just shows snarky. you how snarky the uh the dungeon is because that was like the first time that i remember laughing at like out loud at the book that's um so fucking snarky. I love it. Yeah. He uh comes across some some llamas. Do you want oh to talk about the llamas? God. Oh, we didn't talk about a benefit really quickly of the um the tiara. It adds charisma to yeah. Donut's character. Which I love. I fucking love it, Joel. So she she's gonna be she's very beneficial. Etc. You know all that fun jazz. Holy shit, Joel! The llamas. <laughs> the the llamas are meth heads. Yeah, they're in a game. They're bad llamas. They're bad llamas. <laughs> the fucking puns. I hate it. I hate it, Joel. They're, they're the kind of llamas that would hang outside of a 7-Eleven and hit on 14-year-old girl. That's the actual fucking description. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. But I love it. But I love it at the same time. It's It's so damn good. Oh, man. So we have the llama's deaths. They find meth. They drop. They drop a baggie of meth. <laughs> they drop a baggie of meth. <laughs> and of course, Carl's like, "Yeah, we're not using this," but it comes in handy later. And I know what you're thinking. No, he doesn't use it. He gives it to a pack of goblins. Goblins on meth. <laughs> Oh man, when they figure out See see Joel, when I think of goblins, I I think of the the Greenpeace clan. You know, life reset. We're we're having a good time over here with Ord and them. Nope. In Dungeon Crawler Carl, the goblins are meth heads. <laughs> that totally makes sense. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. But one thing we have neglected, each floor has a theme. Well, the first three floors are kind of uh, tutorial floors. The first. Except the for first the third floor. one. The, the first and second one. Eh, the second has some tutorial, but it doesn't at the same time. Uh, they have themed bosses, though, depending on, like, where they are. And they also have the... Um, Oh, what is it? You have the neighborhood boss. You have the city county, boss, the city boss, and then the territory boss. Which, yeah. as you would think, as each one goes, they get stronger and stronger. <clears throat> they have some fucked up bosses, Joel. <laughs> yeah, but Kyle. what is really cool? What is really, really cool is that each boss has a uh, weakness, mm -hmm. it's, which is something that they learned from their uh, from Malachi. And uh, 
So, like, the first boss that they come across is the, uh, uh, hag, uh, hoarder. That's what it is. And, uh, I think they end up blowing her up, but they end up learning later that, uh, well, she, like, spews, like, bugs mm. from her mouth. It's, and it's they end up learning evil shit. Yeah, they end up learning later that if you actually like killed a bug before it left her mouth, then she would like choke and on, die on her own vomit. Yeah, it's it's yeah. weird. Yeah. So that's you have the that's cool. Just that like one's one of my favorites of the early bosses <laughs> is the weightlifter. Yeah. The dude, bro. The uh, dude, bro. He he is such like the pain and gain wearing shirt, like over at the um, the weightlifting bench press. I, I I don't know. I don't go to the gym that much. <laughs> but he he's your stereotypical gym dude, bro. Like he lives at the gym, and I'm just like, please stop. He's he's called the juicer. Yeah. Oh, he right? uses uh, steroids as well. Yeah. Because I think they they make a comment but about how his penis is very. He's bad. a cold. He's a kobold who is who is a gym a dude bro. But he's also the, based the off of like the human society and stuff. yeah, it's it's weird. And the bosses one... are themed to represent like humanity, but sort of rep represent them in like a terrible light, just because. The Borant Company, they're like, oh, we're saving these people from themselves by putting them through this dungeon crawl. And it's it's a theme that you can't say anything bad about Borant. Like, oh, and it, that comes into play very, yeah, very quickly. But we also learn that um, with the, the Borant Corporation and everything, that they invaded Earth years ago they had been living among the people and everything and kind of studying the civilization and all of that stuff which we learned that there's an ai bot that comes into play later on that had to study uh beauty pageants <laughs> yeah but also the born corporation jumped ahead too they they started the um the invasion slash um the start of the show before it was actually time to start the show. They were like, yeah. well, time for the new season. Let's fucking do this. <sighs> it's it's a clusterfuck, and I love every second of it. I love every damn second of this, Joel. It's like really, really awesome, like world building. It's not just the awesome. Just world read building. the book. <laughs> yeah, that, that's obviously going to be what I say here at the end of the is read, read the damn book. <laughs> or definitely listen to the audiobook because of that trailer at the end for oh my god sound booth audio it's fucking great it's a great ad good job on writing that matt um i i i cried dude i was in the middle of my certification when i got to that and i was crying. i laughed so hard i cried i i looked at my boss first time it's happened in an audiobook i laughed so hard i cried I, I've cried for other reasons, you know, heart wrenching <laughs> stuff. But this is definitely a first. 
but we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, Joel. So we're going to hop back real quick just to kind of give the premise of everything. Oh, fuck. So we have that kind of fun mechanic, and they work their way to the second floor. I don't really remember much from the second floor, and that's okay. Other than on the first floor, they meet up with a team that consists of like four or five nurses and then the elderly people from a retirement home. And we meet the crazy old homeless hag, Agatha. There's something really fucky about Agatha, Joel. Yeah. I don't she... know what's going on with Agatha, but she's where we're at currently in the series. She's still alive. She's level four. She has a shopping cart. She never went through her tutorial. Well, not just that, but anytime she's on the feed, the cameras don't capture her. Yeah. So I'm really wanting to know what's going on with that. Yeah. So, Matt, I need answers, and I need them quick. I mean, I think we kind of figure out what happened, like what's going on with her. She, just she, from... She's not from Earth. We, we know that. We, we yeah. know that she is not from Earth. She is a part of either the Borant or one of the other Galactic Federations. Yeah, I don't think it's the Borant. Um, whenever... I think it's Valte. The uh, ones that are sponsoring Carl. Yeah. But that's... Which, we'll get into our theories. Yeah. Um, so, we have that. We have the whole leveling up Carl gets an ability called the the stopper essentially so he can crush his enemies smush. smush he can smush his enemy's skulls underneath his foot he just steps on it and goes oh and the oh god the <laughs> god the AI loves it <laughs> oh man I fucking hate it because I'm afraid it's going to give me a foot fetish. <laughs> so we get the whole leveling up. Um, they incorporate like the interview section, which I see some like Hunger Games esque stuff, you know, pre Hunger Games celebration. But like within that early on, like, you know what they would do before the tournament. So they have the interviews <laughs> with the people, but it's it's a reality TV show. So anytime an admin comes to do all this stuff, they get their AIs disabled. So they're like their HUDs. They can't access their inventory. They can't do any of this because they're in the presence of an admin. And the admin transports them to a interview interview uh, trailer. Yeah. Which sometimes it's a yacht. Sometimes it's a piece of shit trailer. <laughs> it really depends. Um, he's only gotten the piece of shit trailer once. Pretty, I think so. It's pretty fucking cool still. His first interview is with Audette, who has her own reality TV show and all that stuff, which we learned that she is Mordecai's trainer. She was she was Mordecai's trainer. He was Mordecai's trainer, yeah. like, forever ago. 
because Mordecai is in one of the early seasons and he has a contract that because once you get to the 10th floor, you get the option to opt out and serve the corporation or the dungeon essentially and become like a trainer, become like an NPC, whatever. And after a certain amount of time, you make enough money to where you can go back home or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And no one's ever made it to the 13th floor. One person has made it to the, or a few people have made it to the 12th, but no one's actually made it to the 13th floor and survived. Carl's probably going to be the first. Maybe. I don't know. Just a theory. We'll see. It's, it's, I don't know. People are dying off really, really fast. Yeah. I mean, it's the season is definitely taking a turn for the worst. And that's what sucks for Earth in general because it's getting harder and it feels like the Born Corporation is trying to kill everyone off because they're like, we want to make this the best season where no one survives. No one's going to get the option to opt out or anything like that. Well, that fucking sucks. <laughs> This is just a fun series. Like, I don't want to give too much away. Uh, there's definitely some themes. Um, we have Zev, who is their admin, who kind of like is their post interview forte, so that like they can. It's kind of their like manager whenever interviews come in. That's what it is. Yeah. The press manager. And she has an obsession with Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Okay, so Joel, I haven't told you about this yet. So we have a person who's a part of the penultimate conquest. Tessa. Love mm -hmm. She loves the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> so anytime. She would love this book. Oh, I already told her about it. Because I, <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Because I sent the quote of no one likes when you're when a show adds a boring character. That's why everybody hated April on Gilmore Girls. I sent that to the chat, and she goes, true dat. True, true dat. I was like, yeah. damn it, you gotta read this book now. You gotta read it. Please. So, Donut and learns what fan fiction is. And Zev and Donut are gonna write Gilmore Girls fan fiction. God damn it. Uh... All right, so one thing that I really want to talk about is the classes. Oh, yes. Yeah, so... Okay, so one thing that happens uh, for Carl is whenever they come across the goblins, they get uh, moonshine. Uh, uh, how did I forget about rev the Rev up bomb? moonshine. How did I and... forget about bomb-making? Carl, well, they end up getting torches in their uh, boxes, mm -hmm. and one of the things Carl does is makes a Molotov out of it, and he sticks the torch in the the moonshine, in the Jugaboom, and then uses it as an improvised explosive. And that sort of leads him to a class uh, later on, which... The class, the class system is really really cool because they uh, 
they wanted to take aspects from Earth and uh yeah so one of so donuts we'll, we'll talk about donuts first uh donuts ends up getting the uh child actress or former child actress class which gives her the manager perk which turns mordecai into their manager yeah and they do this for a specific reason and it's because odette tells them to when they're off camera and everything she goes, you want to do this. One, it will save Mordecai. Two, it's going to piss Mordecai off. And three, he's very beneficial to have. That's why you want the manager perk. Because Mordecai yeah. could give, like, you know, the answers and everything to some questions. But there were some questions he had to, like, give that open-ended hint to. Which was really cool. Um, well, as a manager, he doesn't have to do that. No, he doesn't get access to his uh, interface anymore either. Yeah. But, yeah. So, the former child actress, one adds another boost to her charisma, which puts her charisma over the fucking top. So, where pretty much no one can say no to her. She She's a charisma-based class. She uh, has, but she has her magic missiles, and she has her claws. Yeah. So, she can fight. But she's mainly mad or um, the charisma magnet, and she gets a pet. She gets a little pet, like dinosaur chicken thing, named Mongo. Yeah, thanks. So we'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> oh, we don't have a lot of time left, so we got to start. Oh man, we got to start wrapping up um, the big stuff. So all right, we'll so we'll finish up with classes. Uh, so the former child actress class, it gives her. Uh, along with, like, the manager perk and charisma, it also gives her cockroach uh, ability, which stops her from, like, taking fatal damage once. And then she also is able to pick another class each floor, which is really, really cool, because, one, as the floors go up, the classes get better and better. And uh, another thing they, they figure out is that uh, as long as she levels the skills in her class, they can uh, she gets take advantage them. of that. Yeah, she gets to keep them. But that cockroach and... ability does come in handy because there is a point where she does almost die. Yeah. And I... I'm going to put this on the fucking record right now. Matt... If you kill Donut, <laughs> I'm going to have to stop listening. I can't handle that heartbreak. I fucking can't. You want to see me break down in the middle of a King Supers? Yeah. Kill Donut. It will not break me. It will not. You will not break me. Uh, I will break you. <laughs> Carl. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Carl, Carl ends up getting the class of uh, Compensated Anarchist, well, first, which is a... You forgot something, Joel. Not only do yeah. they get to change their classes, but they can change their race. Yeah, yeah. Carl changes his to a Primal, which is basically a human, but it has a few extra perks. 
Donut says, absolutely fuck that. I'm staying a cat. Cats are the best fucking species <laughs> on the earth and to ever exist. What is she? A bloody cocker spaniel? She fucking hates those dogs. She fucking hates those dogs. It's but she, but she loves Ferdinand. She loves Ferdinand. <laughs> oh man. Some some good quality content in this book, folks. I, I'm gonna spoil that one, but we're gonna wait a minute. So okay. we do get the um the class change. Carl gets his um compensated anarchist, which is pretty yeah, much a bomb. So it's a yeah, a bomb making charisma class. And it it's it's really good. I don't think that that's one that came with the uh, Earth culture. I think that's one that it's uh, it's one of the newer ones. It, if it, it wasn't that, okay. but um, because I know he gets the Anarchist Cookbook. That's book. Uh, that's book three. It's called the Dungeon yeah. Anarchist or Anarchist Cookbook, which has a secret effect to it that. Pretty much well, from other crawlers, he yeah. they they write notes. It's um the closest thing I can compare it to is the Book of Love from the American Pie series. How they like it just turned it out like as a tutorial guide, but he, everyone just kept adding notes and just making it bigger and bigger and bigger. That's what I thought of when I when I heard what this fucking thing <laughs> did. I was like, oh my god, it's the Book of Love. Oh my gosh! Holy shit, Joel. So we've covered that. We've covered this. Now we're going to cover a few things really quickly, and then we're going to wrap everything up, figure out what we're doing next uh, next show. Yeah. <laughs> the themes <laughs> and the achievements. So anytime you do something, you get an achievement. And it's it's not a pleasant voice. It's very crunchy and scraggly and all this other fun shit. Joel, go ahead and talk. I'm just trying to quickly. figure out where you're going with this. Talk about the achievements really quickly and don't give away the the horrible one. Because I want that one to be a surprise for everyone. Well, he gets quite a few horrible. I'm talking about the conscious clearing one. Okay. So yeah, so, yeah, you're probably gonna want to quote for that. <laughs> oh no, no no no! I'm not giving away any of the achievements except what the last one is. Uh, just kind of like so it doesn't give away too much of the story because I'm gonna find it in the book. I know exactly where it is. I just don't want to. So I'll let you go ahead and just like describe what some of the achievements well, he gets. Are. Why don't we we come back to achievements? And there was something else you were talking about. The themes of each uh, of four. themes. We'll, we'll talk about the themes real go fast. Go ahead and talk about so, the third floor's theme really quickly because it is my fucking least favorite floor because it has the things I am terrified of most. Yeah. So God the third floor. Damn. Clowns. is is special every uh three floors there's a special floor that has like open like villages and and whatnot with uh a bunch of like npc residents and stuff 
and uh, also book three is the or floor three is the end of the tutorial floors, which are the first three floors. Um, but it one of the things he comes across is a a circus, and uh, nope, nope, just just that's a big old <laughs> fucking nope from me. Yeah, that's uh, that happened. Some some crazy crazy clowns. I fucking hate it, Joel. I <laughs> fucking hate it. Oh man. Um, did did you want to talk about the clowns, Rich? I I fucking hate them. <laughs> there there there's no need to really talk about anything else other than I fucking hate the clowns. <laughs> Okay, so uh, they end up at the a bigger city of uh, flying. Uh, what are what's the race called? The Valkyrie, Sky, 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 the Sky, Sky Fowl. Yes, yeah, Sky yeah. Fowl. yeah. Um, and something that uh, Carl kind of. A theme that he has going is every time he leaves a floor, he tries to blow it up. Okay, he doesn't. <laughs> okay, he doesn't try to blow it up, it but he happening. ends up. He ends up destroying each <laughs> fucking floor. Up each floor. Well, not not the first two, just the the third. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I have the achievement. We okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but I know my stream will. So. New achievement! You read a book. You managed to what? make it all the way through the first Dungeon Crawler Carl oh. book without throwing it against the wall. So that's a little bit of what the voice sounds like. Jeff Hayes does such a goddamn good job. Uh, Joel, I don't think you could have heard it. And that's no, okay. no, I don't think I did. That's and fine. That doesn't go across any copyright laws because I was using it for educational things. So we should be good there. Um, if anything, it'll just mute it for the stream but each <laughs> thing has a or like each achievement he gets that like new achievement and it's fucking annoying but i love it <laughs> i i get hyped every time he gets a new achievement so yeah fuck the clowns we'll get back to that fuck the clowns i i i cannot emphasize that enough fuck the clowns <laughs> Okay, I hate clowns, Joel. I hate clowns. There, yeah. there are, there are things I'm scared of in my life. In order, horses. I'm terrified of horses. Snakes and spiders, like most people, and fucking clowns. I fucking hate the clowns, Joel. So if there's a floor. Oh, man. With spiders on it, I'm gonna freak out, Joel. I just, just stop you there. You're gonna give Matt some ideas. Uh, God, I hope so. <laughs> uh, we did not talk about the fourth floor's theme, which trains is trains. <laughs> lots and lots of trains. Oh boy. With horse like people, so it's like centaurs, but they're called mantars. They're yeah. <laughs> and instead of like 
horse bottoms. They they are combined human bottoms, so they run on like three different sets of hands and feet. Yeah, so like at the neck, there's a just another torso. Yeah, it's a torso, then another torso, <laughs> then a bunch of fucking hands and feet. This is like no. Oh man. But they're the conductors, and they're also the big, like, dude bro people. God, I fucking hate it. The but most awkward Tars. Oh my god. But there <laughs> there are, like, the emotional moments. Um, because obviously, well, so of what we've strided is that Beatrice is dead, his ex-girlfriend. Uh, because she hasn't shown up yet, so... And she hasn't shown up on any of the feed yet as well so yeah we think she's been she's dead but in one of the interviews um donuts asked if b were to show up would you go with her instead of staying with carl and not only for carl does that hit hard that hits hard for me because <laughs> that was kind of a decision that in my previous relationship when i adopted lunar that kind of like you know, it's a situation I kind of had to deal with. Obviously, I ended up getting Lunar because I post about him every fucking day. Um, like, I felt that in my soul. <laughs> I was like, oh, because you think Carl doesn't really want Donut. But he was thinking about catnapping her. Yeah. And then, like, later on, like... Donut kind of like just has this moment where she goes, I know she's dead, Carl. And it's just like, Gosh. my fucking heart. <laughs> I can't handle this shit. I can't. And like, there, there are some characters we meet along the way that um, they end up, one of them ends up dying. And I didn't think it was going to be as emotional of a moment, but it hit me a little hard when he pulls up the message and it says their name deceased. That fucking hit hard. Uh. So now that we've ended this on a depressing note, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Joel, what are you plugging today, Yo. buddy? Uh, same thing. I plug every today, pinky. Uh, look me up. I am on Twitch. Uh, Sir Valor Hunter. Also, uh, Twitter, same, same dealio. Which you barely fucking use. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> I gotta train you better. I mean, I, I don't use it efficiently, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'll post stuff I finish uh, in my blenders and uh, art stuff. Which I got a little sneak peek at that today. Pretty cool shit. Yeah. Pretty cool shit you're making. Uh. uh so yeah, that's me. Rich, what you plug in? Well, you can find me over at Rich Dolphus on Twitch or on Twitter, where I sometimes post hot takes. Pictures of my cat, Lunar the Gamer Kitten. <laughs> He's fucking awesome. Or, you know, here right here on the Penultimate Conquest with Stats on Stats or some of the other shows I do make an appearance on. I'm excited for some of the upcoming stuff that Penn has planned. And yeah, that's where people can find me. Now, Joel. Yep. We talked about Dungeon Crawler Carl today. That was our main focus of the day. What are your recommendations 
in the lit RPG genre, because we try to do that every two weeks, in case Dungeon Crawler Carl is not for you. Yeah, Who, yeah. What would you recommend to someone? Um, well, I just, like I said uh, earlier on in the episode, I just finished uh, Ravenous uh, Zombie Apocalypse series. That one, really good. Really, really good. Um, so, definitely would recommend that one. Uh, also, to catch up for next episode, uh, two weeks from now, we are doing James A. Hunter, correct? Still waiting for feedback on Mr. Hunter, so I honestly don't know. If all goes Whoa. according to plan, we will be talking about the Rogue Dungeon slash Shadowcroft Academy with author James A. Hunter. Viridian Gate Online. Uh, Viridian Gate, I'm going to say for another episode because that's such a big series. Yeah, they're um, both really, really big series. But, um, but yeah. that's that's one I will talk. Uh, I do. I need to reach out to him. Uh, he wanted to do today's episode, but he had a retreat for the Mountain Dell Press. And so he's he's out chilling with other authors right now, which kind of jealous about that, because I would love to do that. Just sit there and pick their brains. <laughs> Um, but I'm thinking next week or not next week, two weeks from now, we'll probably dive into either the original topic for this week, which was the world tree online. We kind of changed to this last minute or maybe ravenous. I haven't decided yet. We're, we're going to dive in, you know, do a little. Ow, that fucking hurt. Um, we're, we're going to talk about, we're going to pitch a few ideas. I'll make an announcement, um, on Twitter and say, Hey, here's what we're going to talk about. Cause there's, there's a lot out there and trying to pick which ones we want to talk about is really hard because we talk about, we'll, we'll sit down and start reading a series. And then next thing you know, boom, we're in another. Yeah. But, uh, my recommendation yeah. for this week is it just dropped on Audible, uh, the Berserker, book one in the Apoc uh, Cosmos series. I loved it. I've been waiting for it because it has like that Viking cover where it's got the dude with the two swords and he's got the Viking braid and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, this looks awesome as fuck. But he also has a little corgi in the front cover as well. And he's just running alongside with his teeth all out. And I'm just like, this is adorable as shit. And it's awesome. I fucking highly recommend it. So that is going to be my list for today. And I will post a picture of it on Twitter. Or if you want, just shoot me a message. I can send it to you and say, hey, this is what I recommend. Please check it out. Overall, great cast. Uh, it was like a 10-hour audiobook, and I finished it in like a day and a half. Second book's out on Kindle so far, and the third book will be dropping later this year as well, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. I looked it up yesterday. I'm just like, ah, I'm waiting for the audiobooks. But that's probably going to be my recommendation or the uh, Andrew Rowe series, The Arcane Ascension, since book three just dropped on Audible and I picked it up on Friday. So that's going to be the next book I dive into. But as I say, all good things come to an end. So this episode, I don't know how good it was, but it's coming to an end. So I'm Rich Dolphus and as always, joined by Sir Valor Hunter, a buddy, Joel Harvey. 
Thank you for joining us for Stats on Stats. We hope to see you in two weeks.